everybody. I hope you're doing well. So this is Queen J and this is episode uh, 27 of 100 Lit and it has been a very, 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 very long time uh, since I've been back here and I really do apologize for the wait and I thank you for your patience on that. I had a career change. I work as a professor now. Then we had the transition to remote learning. And then not that long ago, I had actually contracted COVID-19 when I planned to put this out. Um, I've since recovered, so I'm really, really grateful. So I do um, implore you, stay safe out there. Um, And I really hope you're doing well despite everything that's happening right now. Um, So today's episode comes from a book called The Conscious Reader. I'm going to put the link in the description in case you want to look at it. So one of the pieces that really, really helped my English students this semester uh, was called How to Develop a Good Style. And that is by uh, Patricia Cubis and Robert Howland. And I decided to talk about this because I'm a writer myself. And like many of you, I'm open to improving in some areas because I know there are many areas in writing I'm not strong in. So I'm very, very open to improving. So without further ado, let's get into how to develop a good style. So Cubis and Howland begin their piece with a very important point that style is the unique expression of a writer. Now, as a writer, if you're listening to this, um, that is a thing that's uniquely yours. You know that. Um, Writers can be similar in their writing style, but it's never, ever, ever an exact match, and it really shouldn't be. So if you're a horror writer, for instance, the way you write might be similar to, say, Edgar Allan Poe, but you're the only one that can do what you do and how you do it. You're the one with the picture in your mind, And you're the only one that can show what it is you see. So at the heart, you're writing, that's you, and it's only you. And the style you have can actually be improved. No one's perfect. So there's always room for doing what you do better than you currently do it. So to help with that, there are some things that you might want to look out for in your writing. And we're going to talk about one of them today. So consider the following sentence, it was hot. So what do we know in reading this sentence? The answer, we don't really know anything. So a sentence like this kind of brings about more questions than it actually answers. So you really wanna be careful of that. You really wanna look out for things, things like that that you might see in the things that you write. Because you want your reader to be involved So overgeneralization tends to disconnect them, and you obviously don't want that. You want them engaged. You want them to finish your book and say it's amazing. So while you do want to build, I know we use some of these shorter um, sentences to build suspense, and you do want to build that, but you also want to consider when it might be too short. So if you think you might have a sentence that, that is the equivalent of, say, it was hot, Uh, where it's too short and you feel like the reader should know something at this point that they don't, ask yourself the following questions. Who, what, where, why, and how, and when? Who was hot? What was hot? How was it hot? Or how hot was it? Why is it hot? What is hot? (laughs) So there's a lot of different, I know I jumped around there, but there's a lot of different questions you could ask. So asking yourself these questions 
help you use specific language that brings about the picture you want your readers to see. There's a picture in your mind, you want your reader to see it. Harder core, fast-paced mysteries tend to balance shorter sentences at certain points because they want to build up the mystery. And while cozy mystery writers like myself tend to describe a little bit more, So when it comes to generalization or any tip whatsoever, when it comes to your writing in general, find what works for you. Find what works for you in the context of that genre. Balance is always key in keeping what you write fresh. So while overgeneralization is not necessarily a thing you want to do, generalization is okay. Just balance it out. So... Like I said, balance is always key in keeping what you write fresh. And we'll talk about that next time with avoiding describing too much, which is a thing that oftentimes I have a problem with in my own writing. Before we finish up here, let's look at another sentence. Uh, The woman was beautiful. And I'm going to post this on my Instagram. Uh, What changes could you make to this sentence to make it less general and more specific? So like I said, I'll be posting that on my Instagram. So leave your answers in the comments. So thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, want to comment on it or for my latest book review, definitely check out queenjreads.com or my Instagram uh, at queenjreads. So until next time, have a great day. Please, please, please stay safe and compassionate and enjoy the books that bring you life. Take care.